Good morning. Today's daf is daf Pei Dalid. Today's shir is Le'ilunishmas um, Shoshana Pesa Bas Yoel and Shmuel ben Shlomo Hal, Shmuel ben Shlomo Levi. May, his, may the Neshamas have an Ali and may the memory be a blessing. Um, okay, so just one interesting thing that I noticed from yesterday's stuff. We're discussing a little bit, um, even it feels like extra long ago because it was the previous Perek, um, but it was just yesterday, and we're discussing a little bit of what's special about Aramaic. And I saw uh, someone asked me another question, that's why I was looking it up, but some of this Gemara is at the end of Sota. So I looked there in the Maharal, and I mean, I couldn't find what I was looking for, but I saw an interesting point on Aramaic. Um, I forgot to bring the Maharal, but it's in his Chidush HaGoros at the end of uh, Sota. He says there that, like, Waz Yaheshmei Rabbah and Kidush Sidra, these very, very special tefillas in Aramaic. And he says because one of the special dimensions about Aramaic over any other language is it's not a language specific to any people. It's not like Hebrew is the Jews' language. Uh, I mean, I don't know, you know, the 70 languages that were the 70 nations, Aramaic's not one of those. It's, 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 uh, all in, in a way, it's all-encompassing. And therefore, there's a way that it has a special connection to Hashem because all the other languages, in some aspect, is limited and specific, whereas Aramaic is all-encompassing. So there's a very special... Um, I didn't... Um, I would have... I didn't... Uh, get it clear enough to say it over without the text in front of me, but along the lines yeah, of when you say Yehoshmei Rabbah, these very, very special lofty tefillahs, you have to go beyond the specifics, beyond the de- the, the tefillah goes beyond the details, beyond the specifics, and more to the bro- uh, all-encompassing God. Okay, so that's just something interesting because we were discussing what's so significant about Aramaic. Okay, back into al um, let's finish off the proof we were doing. The Gemara, the Mishnah brought five payments that someone who injures their friend could be liable for. As we'll see as we go through it, you're not necessarily liable for all of them, but there are five payments you could incur. Um, and just to, yeah, um, Nezek, the damage you cause, the Tsar, the pain you cause, the Ripui, the medical expensive, the Sheves, that's the loss of income and Boishes, the embarrassment you caused. Now, we were discussing, it says, the Torah says, Ayin tachas ayin, and our Mishnah says, you pay for the Nezek. It should be you, Pokhavitar. Isn't it literal? Um, so, we were going through, there's going to be, I, don't, I think it's almost 10, 10 proofs where they try to prove from the Torah that Ayin tachas ayin must mean monetary and not literal. So we were on the first one and we said basically it connects just as when it's paying for an animal it's you pay, just as when someone injures an animal they're paying, so too when they injure a person they are paying. And we mentioned it brought two parts to the drosha. The first part was that and then the second part was don't take a redemption from someone who's a murderer. Oh, from a murderer you're not allowed to take redemption but from a regular, from a what's it, a attacker, someone who injures their friend, you do take a redemption, you take money instead. So the Gomorrah, that's where we have to in the Gomorrah. As I said, a lot of this text seems to be a little bit uh, circular and redundant, but I'm not going to get into that in Dafyomi. So the Gomorrah says, it's the, you know, not the very, very wide line, but the medium wide line, the first medium wide line on 
pay Gimel Amud Beis, 83 pieces. I think that's where we were up to. Firstly, why does it have a second Rosha? You have Maka Odom and Maka Bahema, which proved to us that, just as that it's injury. But two, Kokasha Latana, and there's this additional question on the Tana. It says, Why are you learning it from where a person, where an animal injures, rather learn it from where a person strikes and where a person kills? So, so, so the, on regards to the second question, it says, Omri Doni Nazikin me Nazikin Bain Donim Nazikin me Misa. No, we'd rather learn a case of damages than a case of, from a case of damages, I, where a person injures another person from where an animal injures, than where a person damages compared to where a person kills. It says, Oh, I don't know, but Donin Otama Otama, and Donin Otama Mahema. But on the contrary, you can say that maybe it makes more sense to say, learn. A person from a person and a person from an animal. You're right, it's Nazikin and Misa, but it's still, it's disgusting people. So he says, no, that's why, that's why it says, if, if you want to say, it says, that's the posuk, don't take a bribe, don't take redemption from a murderer, you must be put to death. You do take koifer, you do take money, for, as I said, for a permanent injury. So, so, so therefore, that's why we need the second posuk. The first posuk kind of only tells us we, we know the Xerish, we know it's interesting, because Xerish Shabbos we say are a tradition from going back to Moshe, but it seems to some degree there, w- there wasn't always clarity on, they might know that there are two words, like Make Make, you make a Xerish Shabbos, but there are a few times Make is mentioned in the Torah, so which Xerish Shabbos is it? So that's what the second apostle comes along and says, no, specifically by murder you don't accept a koifer, I by injury you do. Ah, right, now we know Make Make connects person to animal, even though you might have thought to rather connect it to a person. I'm trying to think where I heard that idea by Make Make, but it's but uh, But if you'll you'll often see that the Gemara will say bring a and then it will say why are you connecting it to that word rather connected to that another word the, or the same word elsewhere. So therefore, clearly they knew the words that they were looking at. They they knew the word they were looking at. They just weren't sure which specific scenario that that word is brought in. Okay, carrying on. It says, You telling me this pasuk of that you can't take her money instead of putting the guy to death is to exclude someone who does, who injures another person. It says, That pasuk is coming to tell us is that you don't take money and put him to death. You only give him the more severe punishment of death. So it's not coming for our Joshua that you pay money instead of poke the eye out. It says, no, we learn that out from another posuk. This is discussed at the beginning of Ma. Um, we actually discussed it a drop. We've touched on it earlier in the Masechta. We learn it out from the posuk which says, for his evil. You can only make him liable for his one evil and not two things he did. So, and that's the principle of Kamalei Bidrabimine, where a person does two avayras in the same motion, you give him the more severe punishment. Okay, and then there are all the details around that. Is it only murder and mammon? What about Malkos and mammon? What about, you know, different things like that. Okay. But wait, we still need it for another drosha. The Torah says, 
tish, that the Torah is telling you, Lo tishkol mamud betiftrei. Don't accept money and exempt him. I, we need this possible to tell us what it's telling us. That if a murderer comes to you and says, okay, I've committed murder, let me rather pay a redemption than be put to death. You don't accept it. That's what it's coming to teach us. There, if that's the case, the Torah should have just written, don't take a redemption because he's a Rosh who must be put to death. The nefesh rotzach, why does it emphasize for the nefesh of the rotzach? It's emphasizing that for the life of a murderer, you don't take a koifer. But you do take a koifer for the Rosh Avarim for a permanent injury. You do take payment. Okay, well, once we have the second drosha, that where the Pasuk says, don't take a koifer for a nefesh ritzach, i.e., this that you don't accept money is only from a murderer, but if someone injures their friend, you accept money. And that's the answer to the Ein Tachas Ein question. Why do we need the, remember, this, this drosha was built on two parts, the Xayra Shoka of Make Make. And the second part of Lo Tichu Kaifer. So why do we need the first part now? Why do I need the Makemaka? So Omri, they answered, If that, if you're going to just learn it from there, you could say, I would have thought, You might have thought that you can choose. Someone blinds the eye of their friends, so they can choose. Do they want to pay for the eye, or do they want to have their arm blinded? They sever the hands for it, they can choose. That's what you would have thought if it just said, Lord Tichu for a nefesh rotzach, only a nefesh rotzach, you put to death and you're not allowed to accept money. But someone who injures, you can take, they can choose either. No, so, so that's what money. you would have said, much, you can choose money or your arm. Or if you cut off the hand, you can choose, he can choose to have his hand cut off or pay for it. Maybe that's what you would have said, that's why, we learn from Bahamah. Just as the, this, again, this Zaira Shava connecting um, a person injuring to an animal injuring, just as when an animal cause, or causes damage, you pay. So to, so you, you pay and what the animal damaged, so to when a person injures, you pay for the injury and you donate their money. As we'll see, I mean, I'll bring the Rambam later. But we see, on the surface, you read the Torah, it says, Ayin Tachat Ayin. Very, very clearly, and sounds almost very rigid. Yeah. And we're going to have these many droshas. Some of them don't even work out at the end. Trying to show, no, it means money. It definitely means money. It definitely means money. And that's what they all emphasize. Uh, let's leave the Rambam till the end of the droshas. Um, but there's a, yeah, and we'll come back to that just... Wait. Let's do it as an introduction to the drosha. So we've done one. We've done one source that Ayn Tachas Ayn must mean a monetary payment. So this is in the Rambam Hilchus Chayvelamazik Perik Aleph. He starts at the beginning of the Perik. Basically, when someone injures their friend, he's liable to these five payments. Basically, the first part of a Mishnah, and then how to calculate um, how to calculate Nezek, and then he says at the end of Halacha Beis, When it says Tachas Ayin Tachas Ayin, that means a monetary payment. Now When the Torah says, just as he injured his friend, so do you injure him. That's not. You do to him exactly like he did. He's deserving to lose his limb 
or to injure him like he injured his friend. Therefore you pay for the damage. So that's the whole Josh again is, you're deserving it. You poked a fr- he poked his friend's eyes out. He's deserving to have his friend's eyes out. I poked out and therefore he pays. Um, etc. And I'm just going to skip to, uh, that, that was a bit in Halacha Gimel, just to skip to Halacha Dalad. Um, No, sorry, Talacha Hay. It's worth reading through all of them if you get a chance to look at the Rambam. Um, and when we know that this that it says Ein Tachas Ein is for payment, an injury in place of an injury, and explicitly it says when a person injures his friend with his fist or with a, with a stone or with a fist, you shall pay for his shevets, loss of income and his heel. We see from there that the tachas mentioned by injury is money. Because again, when it does, shevets and rape can't, uh, and healing can't be, so what, we're going to unheal him. It's pay for, it must be payment. Okay, and then he says, So too with the others. Now, this is, sorry, this is the important part. Um, Even though these things appear from the Torah, they're all explained to us from Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai. Kulon halochal moishe. Hey, they're all halochal moishe. Be your daily in our hands. Ukazer ro avoseinu donim bebeis dina shel Yehoshua. And this is how our sages sought to judge in the basin of Yeshua, based in shel Shmuel and Ramosi, and the basin of Shmuel and Ramosi. Vachol based in who based in she omdu mois moishe rabenu vaadashov. From all botei dinim from Moshe rabenu up until now. So he has to come back and basically say, you're right. Then these drushes. And you might say, we're really forcing ourselves. Because you read the Psukim, you're yeah. going to take it literally. Yeah. And that was actually, I mean, they've done research. I don't know lots of details, but they found like the Hammurabi Code, which they say was like the legal system of, the, of that era. Uh-huh. And there it's literal. God yeah. cuts off his friends out, you cut off him there, and out. So like it makes also a lot of sense. Oh, the Torah says, I'm it's from that era. It's saying the same thing. But that's why we always emphasize when it comes to this, that no, we're trying to show in Torah Shebir the Joshua and the connection to the Torah Shebir But really the explanation of the Torah Shebir is from uh, um, Moshe Rabbeinu. And yeah. that's how we know Ein Tachas Ein means Mammon. Even though we're going to see a lot of good, some good, some, some stronger, some weaker, but really at the end of the day it's Moshe Rabbeinu telling us how what Hashem meant, it was part of the Torah that was given to us was the Torah on Har Sinai, was the oral Torah on Har Sinai, explaining these sort of phrases. Never, so there's never been a discussion, yeah. which will be a little bit changed one of the sages earlier. Never been, we're trying to find proofs and we're searching far and far, far and, far and wide, but it's never ever actually really been a discussion. It's been clear from day one, from the oral Torah, that Ein Tachas Ein means Mamon. Very interestingly, if you get a chance that Ibn Ezra on this posuk of Ayin Tachas Ayin I think it's this posuk or either Ayin Tachas Ayin or Chabur but he has a discussion between one of the Goinim and another person saying like it says Ayin Tachas Ayin and you guys don't say that 
yeah. you said means that, and you crap there, and he has this whole dialogue between, I think it was from Sadia Goyen, I don't remember, the other sages, the other, I don't even know who's the sage, the other um, person who didn't want to believe the Torah Shabbat Peh, and then in the end he says, yes, but it's the Torah Shabbat Peh. There's another idea from the Gro. He says, Ayin Tachas Ayin. Why does that? An eye in place or under an eye. No, Tachas is under. Tachas is under. Yeah. We do often interpret it as in place of like we're saying now, but you're under. So the Gro says, if you look at the letters under Ayin, so you take the next letter in out of base. So Ayin is um, Pei. So, pay. The letter Ayin. This following letter is a pay. The letter yud, the following letter is a chof, so pay chof, and um, nun samach. So and if so, those pay chof and samach, if you mix them around, is kesef. So the gross says there's an allusion to it in the ayin tachas ayin. The ayin you're going to replace the ayin with is the next letters, the letters under it in the Torah. Okay, kesef. But let's carry on. So now we're on to our second source. We're trying to bring that achovim b'chaveiro is mamon and not ayin mamish. Tanya Rebidu Stai Ben Yehuda Oimer Ayn Tachas Ayn Mamon. It means Mamon. Ah, Ato Oimer Mamon Ayn Ela Ayn Mamish. Why do you say it's money? Maybe it means literally poke his eye out. So Omra Torah, Omra, Omach, you'll say, Harei Shahoisa, Ayna Shazek, Doilem, Ayna Shazek, Tana, Haikhani Koyen, but Ayn Tachas Ayn. Well, what happens if one person has a large eye and one person has a smaller eye? Oh, it's almost easier to say one person has a stronger eye and one person has a weaker eye. Says, oh, so, so now you can't, now it's not fair. It says, Okay, so maybe you'll say, we're in such a scenario, that's where you pay money. But if the eyes are equal, maybe you should blind him. You'll have one law for you. Everyone has the same law. You can't have, oh, Reuben and Shimon, when you got into a fight, we're going to blind Reuben's eye for blinding your eye. Oh, Levi and Shimon, when you got into a fight, okay, Levi, you pay the money. It's got to be Mishpat Echot. Oh, Omri, my cushion, this is not such a good question. It's not difficult. It says, Maybe when the Torah says an eye for an eye, it means our side. You took his eye side, so we're going to take your eye side. And now we're going to show that, oh, what happens if one person has slightly better eyesight or weaker eyesight? That's irrelevant. If you don't say this, I, that it, it's referring more to the general eyesight, if you have a big person who kills a large person, a, a small person, or a small person who kills a big person, how can you say it's the same law? Must be. Well, so it must be that when the Torah says, take his life, it means, oh, he took his friend's life, so you take his life. So, so too, we'll say here, the Torah means, take his ass out from him. Okay, so this, this law actually didn't stand up. Maybe Ein Tachas Ein is literal, yeah. oh, but it's not necessarily always fair. No, the Torah is focusing on, he took his ass out, so you take his ass out. Okay. Tanya Irich, another third suggestion. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, Omer Shimon ben Yochai, Ayin Tachas Ayin Mamon. Atoi ben Mamon, Ayin Ela Ayin Mamosh. Why do you say it means money? A monetary payment. My means is literal. Poke his eye out. So Harei who Summa Vesima, Koyte Vekita, Elchiga Vekiga. Hechani Mekayim Beze, Ayin Tachas Ayin. Well, it says, what happens if it's a blind person who blinds another person? Or a person who's had their hand severed, 
an amputee who goes and severs someone else's hand, or a lame person who makes another person lame. How are you going to fulfill? Do to him what he did to his friend. And the Torah says it has to be one law for everyone. And here, what you're going to say? He has to pay. He's like, oh, he injured his friend, but since he already doesn't have a hand, he gets off. Like that's not mishpat echad. So Omri, they said, my kushya, not such a good question. It says, maybe where it's possible, you carry out the punishment. And where it's not possible, you don't carry out the punishment. Again, that's a very strong point. It's not so far-fetched. In some cases, you can carry out the Torah law, and in some cases, you can't. So the, a, a person who's an amputee somehow severs the hand of his friend. So in that case, you can't. You let him off. He says, and similarly, he says, If you have a trafer who kills a regular person, remember, trafer is a person who's going to die from certain injuries, um, so he's already, for certain halachas, considered dead, and we don't put him to dead. But, says, hey, so, so, now, but now that should ruin our law. So wait, you're, having, you're telling me that when Ruvan kills, he's not going to be put to death, but when Shimon kills, he is going to be put to death. That's not fair. It says, no, the Torah says, where it's possible, you carry out the law, and where it's not possible, you don't. And therefore, he wants to say it's not such a strong proof. And obviously, on all of these ones that don't seem so strong, or that we have a good answer for that, you can ask, I mean, it's Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, and Rabbi Yudha ben Yochai, we're not dealing with fools, didn't they know the rejection, so why did they not think? But I think that's beyond... Uh, Dafyomi, no, not beyond your capabilities, beyond Dafyomi. So he says, the very Bishmoel Tanner, okay, another suggestion, Omakro, can you not attain more so you shall, which we translate that as do to him, but it's give to him. It says, when it uses the phrase Nasina, it means Mamon, but wait, the Apostle says, just as he put a mum on his friend, so what, Hachanami, the Mamon, are you going to tell me it's like a monetary? Yeah. The blemish that he caused him. Well, that's, we're not discussing monetary damage. We're discussing these guys. It literally means a moon. And it uses inote. It says, Omri, Devei Rebbe Shmuel, Devei Rebbe Shmuel, taught Kroya Sarah Darshi. There's an extra posuk that they darshan him. Once the Torah tells us, when a man injures his friend, you do to him just as he did, what does that imply? Do the same injury that he did. Why do I need the next part of the pasuk? Kani notain bo the nesina lameli says. I mean, mamon. I must be saying mamon. You would have already thought that it means I'm a literal injury, and therefore it adds in notain to the mamon. Kaisher yitain mun ba adam lameli. Ask then why does it say just as he injured his friend? So I need the boy michtav kani notain bo kasim nami kaisher yitain mun ba miso. Oh, granted the language yitain mun. Give a mum is a little bit misleading. Once it wants to say, you take money, it uses you take mum. The, a similar phrase. I, I don't understand. Yeah? Okay. Oh, okay. So it's, I think the question is, why is it using this phrase of kashe yitain mum ba'odom when that would implies giving money, but it's talking about literally making an injury. So no, just to keep, just as the, the posse wants to say, yitain it uses the phrase yitain earlier. Okay, next suggestion. The Pasuk says, Yad It says Yad Yad, which is telling me something that's given from one hand to another. What is this? 
But then, when the Pesach says, regal beregal, what does it also mean that? Yad beyad, you can understand something given. It doesn't say yad tachas yad or yad liyad, it says. It uses the word yad um, beyad. So hand in hand, that's money. But regal beregal, how are you going to say that? What, she's kicking him the money. That doesn't make any sense. So no, Omer Dvayri Bichia, Kroya Seira Kodorshi. This is an extra posuk. Mirti, Sivasisem Lokojam Lam. So, yo, this actually Yad Biyad is by Edim Zomim, I should have mentioned that whatever the Edim Zomim try to do to him, you do to them. But it doesn't mean literal. They try to get him. So, Vasisem Lokashes or Mamla Soslochi. But it says you do to him like you try to do to his brother. Oh, Isa Karatach Mamash Yad Biyad Lamali. So, if it means literal, then why do we need Yad Biyad? We already know you do to him what he tried to do to his brother, so Yad Biyad must be telling me Mamon. Shwamina Mamon. Regal Beregal Lamalisa, then why does it say Regal Beregal? No, I did exceed Yad Biyad, because of Nami Regal Beregal. Once it's teaching Yad Biyad, it also teaches Regal Beregal. I found that difficulty. I need to look into that Rosh a bit more carefully because what the Torah is just going to add in a phrase Yad Biyad, Regal Beregal, what? To be a, maybe to be more poetic, I guess. Um, but it's no, for no real reason. But we're not discussing Shabbos, are we? Yeah, but obviously you're going to find him rather give him the money because he suffered. Well, you want to give a swara while money makes sense. Yeah. What about, but maybe you say you cut off his leg and you pay him. Now that guy suffered the pain and loss that he, incurred, that he well, imposed on the other person, so it's fair. Yeah. I'm saying, if Ruvain cuts off Shimon's hand, so you go and cut off Ruvain's hand, now Ruvain's been through what Shimon's been through is in the same boat as Beth. <laughs> You're saying it's not fair because Shimon's still less, yeah. but Ruvain's also less. Oh, that's what he did. Okay, Abaya Omar Abaya says, interesting, now we're on to Amorayim. We can learn it from the prices of the Bechiske, the Tan Bechiske. Ayin Tachas Ayin, Nefesh Tachas Nefesh, Velay Nefesh Ayin Tachas Ayin. The Posik says very specifically an eye for an eye and a soul for a soul, and not a soul and an eye for an eye. Yeah. And if you're going to tell me it means literally, so an eye for an eye, the Bahari It's going to turn out to be an eye and a soul for an eye because sometimes when you blind a person, he actually ends up dying. If you blind a person, he ends up dying. So therefore, it's not fair to say blind him when it might turn out to be ayin v'nefesh tachas ayin. So, must mean a monetary payment. Oh my kusha, that's not a difficulty. You evaluate it. You bring in the doctors and they evaluate it. If he can handle it, you see that you'll be able to blind him without killing him, then you do it. And if not, you don't do it. So what happens if you tried and it turns out that he couldn't handle it? And then you impose this punishment and he died. So the doctors got it wrong. No, he might see limos if he he died. Yeah, well, he didn't ask before he That's too bad. <laughs> he didn't do any evaluations what yeah, it's going to do to you. Interesting. Before he blinded you, yeah. Um, but so, so interesting. 
What what do we say? Beyond the Namatsi Makabal of Abdin and Bay, when Nofik Ruche, he might slimos. If he dies, he should he dies, let him die. And now we're going to give a precedent for such a opinion. So he says, okay, so you do you do as best as you can. You do the valuation. It should be an R for an R. So you check him out. Can he handle having his R poked out? And if you can having handle his R poked out, you go ahead with it. And if you know, sadly he dies, well, that's unfortunate. But you do as best as you can. You do that. And where's we have a precedent for that? He says, Milo Trangave Malkus. But Malkus it says, Umdo You evaluate the guy. How much Malkus can he? He's, he, he's deserving of Malkus for whatever reason. How many malchus can he handle? And then you give him those malchus. If he dies under his hand, the person who gave him malchus is exempt. He's not chayv golos, he's not chayv misa. Even though he ended up killing this guy, balashing him, since they did the calculation, he's exempt. So, so to hear, since they did the calculation, they examined whether he could handle it, you, um, you do as best as you can. So again, it could mean literal eye for an eye. We haven't been able, from a buyer, wasn't able to prove that eye for an eye is literal. Okay, Rav Zvid Mishmei the Rava Omer. Rav Zvid in the name of Rava says. They changed it from Rabba to Rava. Probably to do with the errors. Omar Kro, the Postbook says, Petsa Tachas Petsa, Litain Tsar Bamakam Nezek, to pay for the pain in place of the Nezek. This is a little bit what you were touching on earlier. It says, Mamash, if you're going to tell me literally, I so the extra phase petza tachas petza is where we learn out that you pay for the tzari you caused. Now if you're going to tell me it means literally R for an R, ki heichi delahave leitzara lahainami isleitzara. Well, just as this guy underwent pain, well now the guy who the attacker has also undergone pain. So how can you now go and say and pay for the pain? Oh my kosher, do my ikesh inish de mefanek isleitzara tveve ik inish de lo mefanek leitzara. Says no, but maybe there's people who are more delicate and the, they feel the pain worse, and then people who the pain doesn't bother them as much. And what difference does it make? And it could be telling us you pay the difference. So if you have someone who he have a thug, he blinded his friends, this other guy's eye. So now you're going to blind his eye. Oh, but the Torah says pain for pain, you pay for the pain he caused. And it's, he's undergone pain. No, this thug, he hardly feels the pain. He's been beaten up a hundred times yeah. in his life. He's a bouncer. That's when he gets beaten up. Yeah. And so he doesn't really, it doesn't really bother. The pain didn't bother him. So therefore he pays in addition to make up for the extra pain he caused the other guy. So again, no proof. Rav Papa, Mishmei the Rav, Omar Papa, in the name of Rav, gave another suggestion. Omar Krodo Kosek says, Verapoya Rapay, you shall heal him. Litain Rafua Bamokam Nezek. She say, when you cause damage, you heal him. The Isakadatach Mamish. Says, well, just as the guy he injured requires refuah, he also requires refuah. So that can't, so then why would there ever be a refuah for refuah? So it's similar to the question that we answered about. It says, my kushya dilma ikad solik bisrei higher, but ikad the loy solik bisrei higher. No, people heal in different ways and different speeds. So for this one, he needed to go to the doctor four times before he was cured, and this one only needed two appointments, so maybe he should pay in the difference. If the person does it, to pay the difference. So therefore, again, Ravashi, Om Ravashi says, I've got another answer. It says, I tachas tachas mishor. Learn it out. Tachas tachas mishor. I, Ksiv uh, it's written here by when a person injures another person. I tachas I know. Ksiv and it's written by a shore causing injury. Shalem ye shalem. Shore tachas shore. He shall surely pay a shore for a shore. Just as over there is money, so to here is money. 
says, Oh my chazis, the yalf is tachas, tachas mi shor, nailef tachas, tachas mi aram. Why do you learn shor from shor? Learn shor for, learn, no, sorry, why do you learn odd, um, by injury from an ox? Learn it from here. Why? Learn it from where it says tachas ba odom. Tilsiv vinosato nefesh tachas nefesh. Malahalen mamush afkan mamush. Maybe just as there, when a person kills, he gets put to death. So to you, we should say the same thing. So Omri, they said, Doni nezikin me nezikin, ve'en doni nezikin me misa. You learn out nezikin from nezikin, but not nezikin from misa. Atrap, on the contrary, danim odom me odom, ve'en donim odom me On the contrary, rather learn, don't learn nezikin from nezikin, learn odom from odom. It makes more sense. What, what are you going to compare? You're going to learn out a halacha regarding what a man is liable from what you're liable if your animal injures. It doesn't make more sense to learn what a man is liable from when an, a case when a man kills. So Elo Maravashi mi tachas asher ino. No, it's from the tachas asher ino for this that he raped her. Yoliflo adam adam vinazikin vinazikin. That's both the when when a man rapes a woman he has to pay the father for raping her. So that's a man causing an injury. So it's adam and nazikin. So that's that's the best place for we to learn when it says ayin tachas ayin. It's a person causing injury, and just over there it's payment by the person causing injury by rape. So to here it's payment. Okay, so those are the main droshes trying to prove that Ayn Takas Ayn is Mamush. Some of them stood up to the scrutiny, some of them were questionable. Um, as we said, at the end of the day, this, this is the, we know that just about, there might be a few exceptions, just about every single halacha that we have in the oral Torah is alluded to in the written Torah, and it seems that's more what this exercise is, because as we brought from the Rambam, and the, the, even Ezra quoting one of the Ga'inim, I think it was a Rambam, you know, earlier sage, it's never been a question. We just try to prove. So show it in the Psukim. And I'm sure if you analyze it carefully along the way... It's an exercise, yeah. It's almost like an exercise to show you how they get, how they... And you can see it in Torah, yeah. Yeah, or how you can see it in Torah. And you know, to be honest, if you analyze it more carefully, you might find deeper insights along the way into the nature of Nezek and what sort of payments you liable. And when, you know, and we've touched on Aim Zomamun and we've touched on what's it, murder and things. So you you might find a little something. But now we have Rebbe Lez who seems to say something very, very different. Tanya Rebbe Lez, Aimer Ein Tachas Ein Mamish. No, Afor and Ein is literal. What? Rebilezer holds literal? Does he not hold for all the Tanaim? He's approximately, I don't know exactly the number, I was actually meant to count as we're going through them, but it's approximately 10. Mm-hmm. It says, um, no, it can't be. As we said, it's a clear tradition that we told. No Jew has ever been in doubt that Ayn Tachas Ayn means an Afu and A literally. So Omer Rabba Rabba says, or Rabba, what he's saying is you don't evaluate him like an Eved. I, what's he saying? Generally, an R for an I. So what would this guy, had he been an Eved, been sold for in the marketplace to replace his eye? Um, how do you do that? Uh, so let me just check one point. Um, so Abai says, what? How are you going to evaluate him like a free person? Ben Choyrin means later may. A free person doesn't have a value. Yeah. He's not subject to sale. 
No, what he means, Ein Taches Ein is literally an A in place of an A. You evaluate it based on the Mazik. All these other Tanoim said, who's I? I, who do you look at the value of the I? Again, and we know how do you calculate the value of the R. You see, oh, this guy was worth on the market, again, slave market. He was worth X, and now that he's blind in one eye, he's worth Y. That difference is the Nezek. So, but he, so, so that's what he said. But that was all the victim. Yeah. Rebeleza says, no, eye for an eye. Literally, you evaluate it based on the Mazik's eye. Yeah, so and oh, so the, the one who caused the damage. And this Tosso says, similar to Koifer. Remember, we had a suggestion when it says, you have to, if your animal kills a person, you have to pay Koifer, you have to pay a redemption. Who's, are you redeeming your soul? So maybe you should pay your value, not the guy who's killed. It's your soul you're trying to say, to redeem. Yeah, so it's your yeah, and say to here. So with music, you're trying to redeem your heart. I mean, the string, remember the Rambam says, you deserve to, in a, to a degree, you deserve to have your heart poked out. You poked out your friends, he poked out his friends out. He deserves to have his heart poked out. But no. Um, and that's what Rebelez is saying, yes. So that's the calculation. He deserves to have his heart poked out, so he has to pay. Gets in inverted commas to redeem it. Okay, going on this point is there was a donkey that bit the hand of a child. They came to before a papa barshmul and omelay They said to him, evaluate the five payments, the four payments. So but said there's six payments. So was except for Sorry, five, five. Four. He said four, yeah. and then he says, oh, but doesn't our Mishnah say five? So he says, yeah, I meant to exclude, obviously, Nezek, but the five additional ones. Now, what's the obvious problem with that? Who bit the child's hand off? Um, the donkey. donkey yeah. when, do, when a donkey injures a person, when an animal injures a person, you only pay for Nezek. It's yeah. only where a person injures a person that there are these five damages. It says, it's a donkey, and a donkey only pays for damage. Um, some say he must have thought when they said the donkey, they meant the donkey driver. Sometimes I think the language, like a chamorina, I don't remember the word for a donkey driver, but it might also be the donkey. So he got confused with that, but he thought it was. So they said, go calculate the five, but obviously, since it's a donkey, there's only Nezek. So Amalizusha, so he says, yeah, go evaluate his Nezek. But you need to evaluate him as a slave. So Okay, so go to the slave market and work out what he's worth. Why are you making such a big story of it? Take this child, look for a similar child in the slave market, see what would that child what would that child be worth, you know, if you take his hand or leave his hand. So the father doesn't want it because it's degrading to him. To take his son and have him assessed on the slave market, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's degrading. Yeah, so he says, Oh he says, Who cares what the father thinks? It's the child who's gonna get the money. So what? Because the father's embarrassed, the child must lose out. So he says, No, the father is guaranteed that when the child goes up, he will reimburse him. So that's why he'll pay the child as much as it takes to to appease him. And I'm assuming that, you know, that they worked out that the father could likely commit to keep to his commitment and he would be able to and he would be fair with his son. You know, but then they, so they let him off assessing the son. 
And there was a donkey, that, a, a ox that bit the hand of a child, bit off the hand of a child. I said, the the robber, they came before the robber. Omalu Zilu Shamayu Ka'apta, go evaluate his value as a slave. So Omalu Vahom Maru to Omar Kolanashim Ka'ebit Ain Koyimo Samabadal. But robber, you taught if you have to evaluate someone's value as a slave, you don't collect in Babel. There's a big difference between judging a court case in Babel and judging a court case in Aries Israel. And one of Robert's principles is if it's the sort of case where you're going to have to work out what's this person's slave value, you don't judge it in Babel. We're going to unfold this sugya now. So, Omer lehu itofas. Yeah, I'm saying that for if he grabbed it. Are you right? You're not going to force the guy to pay. But what happens if the victim grabs the money? You're going to let him keep. So he's saying evaluate it so that we know if he grabs, or maybe he already did grab. I'm not sure. There seems to be a discussion there. Yishayinu. You grab from him. uh, In case the victim grabs, then he's allowed to keep that value. So you still, even though we're not going to go ahead with the judgment, if it comes to this, we need to know what his value is. Now, just before we go ahead, I, re- I realized I left out a point. So just on the child, the donkey that bit off the child, and we said that the, he now has to go pay five damages, and then we said, okay, but it was really a donkey, etc. So that's what Tosas addressed, the last Tosas patients. Hoyo sovu to Adam Obviously, Rav Popa, who was it? I think it was Rav Popa. Yeah, Rav Popa, as thought that it was a person. A person damaged a person. That's why he said, go damage. And then Tosas added a very interesting point. Because one of the things is embarrassment. Yeah. And so he says, It must have been that the child was old enough to feel embarrassment. So it's 11. 11, yeah. If it was a three-year-old, he doesn't feel embarrassed by this, wouldn't uh, apply. Okay, Karen, now, Rava Latame. To Omar Rava, Rava said, If a shore is injured by a shore, and if a shore is injured, damaged by a man, you can collect those cases in Babel. Ah, you can sue the guy in court in Babel. Is I'm going to lean to say Chutzlaaretz, but it obviously would depend on the authority of the basin. But I think it means Chutzlaaretz. Well, I mean, the Gedolei were there. The Gedolei were there. Uh, literally, you had any question or anywhere in the world, you'd send your questions to Litter. That's where the, you're on. But I, I mean, it seems like large, the vast majority of the Jewish community in that age, at least where all the Torah, the institutions where it was Bavel, it might have been Jews. That, they do say that, you know, the Jews in Yemen were there since the destruction of the Second Temple. But Yemen is near Bavel, isn't it? Yeah. Or, okay, I mean, I don't know exactly. I've got to think more carefully of the geography. Um, but, uh, and you know, there might have been Jews in Italy at some time. There's a very, very ancient German, you know, but I think that the, the, the bulk, if not the bulk, at least the Torah bulk, there wasn't much Torah outside of Babel. But, that's, but I think it means Chutzlaret. But either way, okay, so Robert says, if a shore is injured by a shore or an Odom, you can sue in Babel. Niske Odom by Odom if a person is injured by a person. Niske Odom by Shore if a person is injured by an ox. Ain't going to be in Babel. You can't sue for damages in Babel. So Marsha Niske Odom by Odom and Niske Odom by Shore the law says, but wait, why would you make this distinction between a person damaged by a person and a person damaged by an ox? It says Elohim bo inan veleika because you need Elohim which you don't have. This is referring to when we say Elohim in the context of judges, and if you look. 
And, and this is the psukim used uh, just in Shema at the beginning of the Shulchan Aruch. I mean, it was, I'm bringing it for another point a bit later on, but he says, yeah, it's all based on Masha, the Torah says in Shoftim, etc. You shall place judges in all your areas, and it goes in Eretz Yisrael, and the difference in Eretz Yisrael and Chutzar, of where you have to set up a based in. Um, he says that um, because the Pasuk says, Asher Tosim Elohim, which is placed before you, before the, Lifnei Elohim, actually, before Elohim. And that's referring to judges. And Elohim are judges who have smicha. Remember, that's the smicha handed yeah. down from Moshe, Yeshua, Yeshua, they called Mumchin or Smuchin. So, you, to judge a court case, you need Elohim. So, we're trying to see. So, Rava made a distinction between a person damaged by a person and a person damaged by an ox. But there shouldn't be a distinction because you need Elohim. In this case, Shor Bashar, Bashar Adam. So too, if a, you know, yeah, if a Adam, so to Shor Bashar, Bashar Adam, Nami Elohim in and Veleika. Again, Robert says if an animal is injured, Shor Bashar, Bashar Adam. Was that correct? I always get confused. You can sue for in Babel. But if it's a Shor Bashar, Adam, Adam, you can't sue for in Babel. Wow, both of them require. Elohim, judges with smicha. Again, and you don't, very rare, you don't really have judges with smicha in Chutzvaretz because it could not be given in Chutzvaretz. Well, see, you can give it in Eretz Yisrael and that dying theoretically could go to Chutzvaretz. But that's why, but that's not so common. I mean, uh, it's irrelevant, it's not common. You, you didn't find, why would someone make go from Eretz Yisrael and die in Eretz Yisrael? Why is going to go to Chutzvaretz? It wasn't, didn't really have. Some say Rav actually had smicha. Um, that's why his name is Rebbe Abba Richter. They say he's his full name, but but some again not so clear that he did. Uh, but either way, Rav was in in Chutzaret. They didn't hand over smicha, so there weren't people with smicha in Chutzaret. So you can't judge those cases. So oh, so back to the question. But why is Shor and Shor Ba'adam different? Because we made their shaliach. I, the judges in Babel, even though they don't have smicha, can act as agents on behalf of the judges in Eretz Yisrael. Miri This is similar to admissions and loans. Basically, on the surface, this is all referring to loans. Hodas would be a case where the two Adim step forward and say that we heard Ruvain admit before us that he owed the money. Or Alvot, they're witnesses that he owed the money. But Adam, but Adam, but Adam, but Shor Nami. So, so, so therefore, ah, just as we say by loans, the judges in Babel can act as agents on behalf of the judges in Eretz Israel, even going back many generations, we were appointed as their agents. Just as they can do that for loans, they can do it for um, for Nizikin. Shabbat 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 Adam. But then he says, but wait, why don't we say the same thing by a person by a person and a person by a shore? We should also say, again, why do you see to make the distinction? He says, no, similar to loans. He says, no, where do we make someone a agent? When it's something that is clear, when it's something that is not so clear, we not made the shliach. I understand that. I mean, you can look more carefully in the, the commentaries, but 
where it's an animal, you're very clear on the value. Where it's a person, you have to go to the slave market, and it's much more complicated. So therefore, we don't judge those cases. But even when it's an ox, you're going to have to evaluate. Oh, he injured that ox. What's the ox worth? You're going to have to get the farmers in to evaluate it. So it says, no. Now it's very easy to go see what an, an ox is worth in the market. It's much more set, much more standard. This will but again say the same thing. So just go to the slave market. What's the difference between going to the butcher or going to the slave market? Okay, you're, you're trying to, we're trying to work out why Rover gets this distinction between an animal that's been damaged by an animal or a person that you can sue for in Babel and a person that's been injured by a person or an animal that you can't sue for in Babel. And we can't find a reason to make such a distinction. So he says, Certainly we know we don't judge a case of Kefal or Arba V'chamisha. If someone is a Ganav, they will have to, they don't, they, they can be sued for the Ganava, but they can't be sued for the Kefal and those. But also, again, that's a set amount. You know what the value of the theft is, you clearly know what the value of the Kefal is. To never know the true value of person. Ah, there's a slave market value. Yeah. There is. No, but I'm saying you, there, there, is a, there is a slave market and, yeah. there is a, and there is a value on a person. So it's not, I'm saying just as what's a person's true value, what's an animal's true value. It might be subtly more complex, but at the end of the day, there is a market for it. So you can work it out. Omri Kikov Dinan no, where are we authorized to act on their behalf? With the monetary case, but not with knasot. But wait, when a person is injured by a person, that's also mamon. That's not a knas. What's the knas? That's no, that's the reimbursement for the damage you caused. Isn't that in other words with knas? No, why? He's not taking the art. That's the matter. He's he's gone down in value, so you're paying for the decrease in value, okay. and you're paying for the medical expenses, the money that he's lost, etc. But well, things like that. So kikov says nah. When do we act as their shliach with things that are more common? Person injured by another person is not as common. And therefore, we don't act as their shliach. The ahare boishe will come to shliach, but embarrassment and pagam are common. Navish lukosai, we should act on their behalf. So Omri hachanami, yeah, you do. Tohara papa and abameazuz the boishes. Rav Papa once collect insisted that the guy pay four hundred zuz for embarrassing his friend. So we see that you do. Yeah, embarrassment is common, and you do. Says the two lacy of the whole. They say, Lerav Papa, we don't pass like Rav Papa. The Sholach lay Rav Chizda Rav Nachman, the Sholach lay Rav Chizda asked Rav Nachman about a case of paying embarrassment. The Sholach lay, and he replied to him, Chizda Chizda, Klasikom, Agvish, but Babel, you're suing for, you're going to extract money for a class in Babel? We don't do that. So you're right, we actually don't collect for Boishes. Yeah. And Boishes is in a Pagam, a class. So, we have to clarify. So, when do the Dayonim outside of Eretz Yisrael or Dayonim who do not have proper smicha act as 
can act as the agency and judge court cases, there are two requirements. The milsa de shrikha the ispeicheshron kiss, where there's uh, it's common and there's a loss of money. Aval milsa de shrikha the ispeicheshron kiss. Inami milsa the loy shrikha the ispeicheshron kiss. Yeah, it's fairly normal. How often do people get into a fight and injure another one? Not so common. And then that seems we're saying that it's not. And I, like I can't think of. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big deal when someone punches someone else in shul. Something that is not as common. So if it only has one of the requirements, I, it is not common, it is common, or there is a chesron kiss, you don't. So embarrassment. It's actually no chesron kiss. What financial... He hasn't suffered a financial loss when you embarrass someone. So even though it's common, people are embarrassing, sadly, people embarrass people left, right, and center. Um, even though it's common from that aspect, there isn't any... Um, there, there still isn't... Um, there isn't going to be... Uh, in, in Babel, they're not going to act as a shliach. Let's wrap it up. Therefore, even though when a person injures another person, there is a financial loss. He's gone down in value. Since it's not common, we don't act as a shliach. You won't judge such a case in Babel. Simply with embarrassment. Since there's no monetary loss, we're not going to act as a shliach. Okay, so that is... We're still going to continue with the sukkah, but that's where we'll go up to in the Gomorrah, just a few important points. One is, Rashi mentions, we said, it's all similar to hodaz valvos, loans. We make, we let botei dinim judge in Bavel, even though they're not Elohim, ordained smuchinu mumchin. Because of loans. Shaloi, and the, the reason given, and I think it's in Sanhedrin, Shaloi Tinel Delis, yeah, it's in Sanhedrin, Rashi brings it here, Shaloi Tinel Delis, Bifnei we don't want to stop people lending money. If you're going to lend money and you're never going to be able to see them in court, you're not going to lend money. No. You have to have that security. So therefore, to um, enable people to lend money, to, to encourage people to lend money, they make this. Now that sounds like it's all Durabono. Yeah. Doraisa, they shouldn't really be able to judge a case in Babel. You need smoking. And so it's with all these extensions. Yep, yes. Babel shouldn't, but there's a shlichus. The Nesiv HaMishpat, at the beginning of Choysh HaMishpat, asks him that he says, but wait, if you're telling me it's only Midrabonah, then how can we accept Geirim? And not only that. So you find, okay, so Durabonah is a Jew. He says, you're allowing to marry a Jewish woman. And if she commits adultery, you'll, put her to, you'll say she's an adulterer, the children of Mamzerim. But if he was, if, it, if, if based in can't if you're telling me that this, that Beisdin can act as a Beisdin without smicha, is only Midrabonan, how can they accept Gairim? So he actually wants to learn a Storaisa because of that question. Hoping to go a bit more into this, maybe I'll mention a few points tomorrow as we continue through the Sukhya, but I think we'd better leave it for today. Yeah.